Welcome to the Retail Theater by the Synthetic Playhouse, where artificial intelligence performs stories about people acting up in retail and other consumer situations. We hope you find the stories themselves funny or entertaining recountings of socially awkward and rude behaviors. We also hope you are both impressed by and amused with the abilities of AI. Story number one. Dirty ice on the side, please. On Mondays we run a special on our burger, half off with the purchase of a any beverage. My section is on the patio, which is where most of the people who come in for the special prefer to sit. I get a four top, two couples, and it starts off right away as a challenge. We have a lady's first rule when it comes to taking orders, but the ladies were still deciding and told me to start with the men. The guy in seat one orders. Tito's with muddled strawberries and the rocks on the side. Cool. The lady in seat two is ready. I'll have Tito's up, dirty ice on the side with a side of pineapple and cranberry. Got it. Honey, did you order your drink? Yes. I have him down for a Tito's with muddled strawberry, rocks on the side. He wants dirty ice on the side. Man the way he ordered it, there is no dirty ice for me to put on the side. But he wants the dirty ice. If you want me to get you dirty ice, I'll need to chill it. Seat 2 is utterly confused but seat 1 has been paying attention. No one has ever explained that to me before, thank you. I'll take it chilled with the dirty ice on the side. We're now good and I've spent 10 minutes going back and forth with the first couple and two more drinks to take. I'll have Tito's lemon drop martini with the dirty ice on the side. Got it. Can I have a reposado on the rocks with a lime? I know I have Casamigos reposado, but I'm not sure about Don Julio or Patron, I'll have to check on the other two. Casamigos is fine, thanks. I put it in, another two minutes. Meanwhile another one of my tables asked another server to find me and send me their way. I walk over and immediately apologize because I knew they wanted to order and explained that I got stuck at another table taking a very complicated drink order. Thankfully they weren't upset and understanding. Got their food order, put it in then went to the service bar. The bartender had no idea what the first woman had ordered. I apologized to the bartender and explained the drink and he made it real quick. I get everything on a tray and I put a lemon wheel in the lemon drops dirty ice so I didn't have to try and remember which is which between the Tito's up and the lemon drop. I explained that to seat 3 when I dropped it off. Would you like to order any apps or entrees? Not yet, could you check on us in a bit? Sure, no problem. My other tables needed things so I got them situated. As I'm passing by they flag me down. True to the challenge of their drink order, their food order was complicated too. Seat 4 also switched to beer when he put in his food, Estella. The Stella finally came out and they got their food about the same time. I continue my rounds and then they flag me down again. Would you put in another Stella for me so it will come out by the time I finish this one? He's about halfway through the beer. The bar was backed up before but by now they've caught back up. Your Stella will be ready as soon as I put it in. That's okay, put it in now. Got it.
I put in the order and walk over to the service bar where it's being set down as I'm walking up. Wow. That was fast. Yeah, like I said earlier, they're all caught up now. Everyone is done eating at this point, so I clear the table, and seat one and three want another round. Seat two is up in the air so I stand there for a couple minutes, when finally one of them pipes up. Do you want another one or not? She has other tables to attend to. Oh bless you sir, I wish every table I took care of had at least one person with half of the situational awareness as you. Ultimately seat two decided against a second round. Order in, plates dropped, and over to the service bar. I go to drop the drinks and grab empties. Remember the lemon wheel? Where's her lemon? I only put the lemon wheel in her ice, so I could tell the difference between hers and yours for the first round. We don't typically add a garnish to a lemon drop unless you ask for one as the cup already has a sugar rim. It didn't have the lemon in the last one. No it was in the ice and I put it there myself, would it make you happy if I took the lemon from the old one and put it in the new one? She grabs the lemon wheel and drops it in her new drink. I'm free to walk away at this point with empty glasses in hand. As soon as I'm in the kitchen I'm cracking up. I continue doing rounds and stop by. Does anyone want anything else? Drinks, coffee, dessert? Just the check please. It's finally over. The guys hand me a card each and tip me over 20%. I see them get up and I thank them, and they thank me for my patience. They're Monday regulars and despite the fact that they were challenging I hope I have them again. I have their drink order still in my book, and since it was a table I'll probably remember the rest of my life, I'll already be prepared for them the next time around. Story number 2. How to deal with rude people on Black Friday. When it's a regular day in retail, I usually don't care how people talk back to me. I just want them out of the store ASAP. Black Friday was a different issue. The store had two lines. One that nearly reached the entrance and another that had to loop around near the changing rooms. I was one of the assigned register people, and I'm doing my thing next to my other coworker who was also doing her thing. We were helping out both lines the best we could. I'm checking out the lady in front of me. She has piles of sweaters and coats. We're going through the usual questions like how she'll be paying and does she have a rewards card. I keep hearing this woman behind her complaining about the wait. I can't make out details, but it's a lot of huffing. She was rolling her eyes every time I looked. Finally, I print out the person's receipt and I thank her for her patience. Now I have to deal with this impatient Karen. She walks up to the counter and slams down two t-shirts. Did you really have to take that long? I want a faster checkout. I'm going as fast as I can. Well do better. I'm not kidding. She said that. On Black Friday. And I lost it. Get out of my line. What? I pointed to my coworker. She will be more than happy to help you when it's your turn, and that will be after everyone else already in her line. Get out of my line. I stared her down so that she knew I wasn't kidding, until she threw her hands up in the air and stormed out of the store. Was I in the right? 
Nope. Not even a little. But it felt so good. Especially since my manager didn't go after me for it and understood. Story number three. Teacher doesn't know what a mouse looks like. So this happened about 15 years ago when I worked at a primary school. I was happily typing away at my computer when a student knocks on our basement office door. My teacher can't get her mouse working. Let's go check it out. I quickly go with the student to the classroom. About time. I internally want to swear, I came the moment the student came and got me. I get to her desk to look at the issue, she has an Acer computer on her desk that is connected to a screen and projector. The mouse was wireless, so it could just be the battery. The mouse on this computer isn't working, so my smart board isn't working and it is costing me valuable teaching time. Your systems are terrible. I'm sorry. I want to tell her to shut up, this always happens. Call me up, complain that I'm late, and then make me listen to your complaint so I can't fix the problem. Don't be sorry, just fix it. And next time you upgrade systems, make sure they work before you leave. Okay. I take one look at her desk and instantly see the issue. The mice we use were dark blue and wireless, and annoyingly the whiteboard erasers were also dark blue. Hiding my action from the students, I quickly switch the two so that she doesn't look bad. I then flip the mouse over and check its buttons on the bottom, then put it back and show it is working. All fixed. Just needed to be turned off and on. Why? You were using the eraser. And cue all the kids laughing. Students, quiet. I tell her it is all fixed and feel free to let me know if I can help any further, she simply nods and lets me go. I get back to my office and tell my manager what happened. I also write her an email apologizing for not being able to hide the swap of eraser and mouse better. It may have been funny, but I try my best to protect staff from being laughed at by students. She filed a formal complaint that I made her look bad and undermined her ability in the classroom and had ruined her credibility with the students and parents. My manager went to talk with her. Blaming IT for mistakes isn't appreciated. But if you'd like, I will happily take your complaint to the principal. I will have to make it clear that we had done our best to hide your stupidity. She dropped the complaint and was friendly to me from then on. But I could tell she didn't like me. Story number four. Why don't you ask someone who works here? Turned out I'm actually the jerk. I was working at a fairly stressful job in northern New Jersey, basically a suburb of New York City. My 12-mile ride home was mired in terrible traffic and rather than spend the next 30 minutes trying to go the last six miles home, I pulled into the Costco. I figured I'd do a little shopping and let some of the traffic clear out. So I started this whole experience a little tightly wound. On top of that, this was when I was in my late 20s, and I was pretty self-centered back then. I have mellowed since, partly due to this experience. I just came in looking for some electronics or whatnot and so wasn't pushing a cart. While in the electronics section, this woman sees me looking over some item and I can see she's interested in an item shelved near the one I'm looking at. What kind of batteries does this take? Sorry, I have no idea. A few minutes later at the other end of the same aisle, this same lady comes up to me with some other item in her hands.
Do you know if this is waterproof? Again, it was an item that I had no idea about and at this point I'm mildly annoyed. Nope. Anyway, five minutes later I'm nerding out over whatever thing I was looking at in the next aisle and the woman comes around the corner, from the other aisle where I'd left her. She walks past other customers to come to me to ask a third question about something that I had no idea about. Does this come in black? By now, I'm pretty annoyed. It is clear to me that she is not flirting with me or anything like that. I cannot understand why she keeps coming to bug me about these things when all I want to do is just waste a few minutes out of traffic. In all honesty, if I'd had any answers for her, I would likely have given them to her, but I didn't have those answers. I have no idea, but maybe you ought to ask someone who works here. I made an overly dramatic gesture with my hands pointing towards one of the employees rounding the corner, at the edge of the electronics section about 20 feet away. The woman looked at me, somewhat offended, and didn't say another word. Why couldn't this woman leave me to my nerding out? I left the electronics section and wandered off and after another 20 or so minutes of walking around and just avoiding traffic, picked up some grocery items and walked to the cashier line to pay for them. As my turn came up to pay, I pulled out my wallet looking for my membership card, and could not find it. I knew I had to show it to get into the store, and quickly checked all my pants pockets, no card. The cashier smiles at me and points to my chest. I looked to where he was pointing, and in a split second, I realized the rude person I had been. My employer also required business attire, so on my way home from work, I was dressed in leather shoes, pleated dress pants and a white button-down shirt. My employer had access control on all buildings and you scanned your employee ID card at the door of any of these buildings to enter. After a year or so, it had become a well-practiced and unthinking motion for me to grab my work ID from the badge holder that held it on my shirt pocket, flash it to the door sensor, and just slip it back into the pocket on the holder as I entered a building. Apparently, when I pulled my Costco ID out of my wallet to get into the store, I unthinkingly placed it in the badge holder instead of back into my wallet. I had been walking around the store looking like a manager, with a badge displaying the Costco logo prominently in bright red letters, right on my chest. As all of this realization came to me in the second or two after the cashier pointed out my Costco ID card I was wearing, my face went a little pale. Are you okay? I feel dumb. Putting my card here is a habit from work. I hurried out of the store, hoping I didn't see the woman who had been asking me questions. It began to dawn on me that if I weren't such a coward, I'd go and find that woman, explain to her what happened, and apologize to her for being so rude. Instead, I just left the store in shame, feeling about two inches tall. Story number five. Your hold time is ridiculous. Joe works for a bank that specializes in financing and leasing cars. Recently, there was a hurricane. Many of their customers were impacted and their cars were totaled. So recently, they've had four times the average number of calls per day. Not only are the customers calling in, but so are the insurance companies to begin the claims process. The whole time right now can be over an hour and a half. Thank you for calling, my name is Joe, how can I help you? I am so sick of starting every call with my a greeting in the friendliest of tones and being met with one of the following responses. An hour and ten minutes. You have got to be kidding. How many people are working there? 
as if we strive to be understaffed. Well the first thing I'll say is I can't believe you make me hold this long just to talk to you. Because, yes, I think of myself as a celebrity. I want to speak with a supervisor. I'm disgusted by how long the whole time is. All of which are followed by at least five minutes of complaining before they actually tell me why they are calling in. Listen up Dingleberry. I have no control over the whole time. I am doing my best to get through these calls as quickly as possible. I'm very aware of the whole time because I've talked to 40 people today already who have all complained about it. Right now, I am the only person on the planet that can help you. And starting off your conversation with me by complaining is the absolute worst and dumbest thing you can do. Because now, I already know you're going to give me a negative survey, so I have no incentive to help you. And by ranting and crying about the whole time for 20 minutes, you are actually making the whole time worse for everyone else in line behind you. Chances are, if all of the customers in front of you hadn't cried like you are now, you only would have been on hold for 20 minutes. So shut up. Tell me your problem so I can fix it. And we can go about our day. And no, I'm not going to get you to a supervisor. There's literally no reason. They're aware of the whole time. I'm not going to let you waste their time too. You think you're the only one complaining? What do you think they can do about it? Magically summon 40 employees to hop on the phones? We've tried hiring people recently and they quit within two weeks because they can't stand the verbal abuse coming from people like you. I get it. An hour and a half hold time is painful. But we're dealing with thousands of people like you in the same situation due to a natural disaster. And complaining about it does absolutely nothing to help you. The second you complain, I no longer have any incentive to go above and beyond for you because I know that nothing I do will result in you leaving a positive survey. And you're just making the problem worse by clogging up the phone lines with your tears. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the stories in this episode. Share your favorite story with your friends.